0: And Sarah. And this is our first episode of our new podcast called That's the Tea, Sis. It's a look Look
1: into your current events from two stressed college students.
0: We're hoping to give other stressed college students the opportunity to know what's going on in the world. Know the tea. Yeah, we're gonna spill the tea on all the current events that you need to know. For sure. So we do have good news. An HIV positive
1: man in the United Kingdom is second is the second known adult worldwide to be cleared of the AIDS virus, which is giving mm. scientists kind of an outlook to um, like an AIDS cure, and um, it gives them definitely hope for the future with this yeah. disease right now because there really is no cure, and it's honestly like treatment is just like a matter of
0: time. Yeah. So like I think they're still saying like technically there is no cure because of the way that this man was treated. He had a bone marrow transplant from an HIV an HIV resistant person yeah. and that's they weaned him off of the other um, medications that he was taking so I think they're calling him like functionally cured they can't yeah. see any trace of the disease but like there's no it's good news because it means that something is something is going on yeah, yeah so something's they're working their way toward a cure which I think is really yeah.
1: great and saying. it was three months of um, bone marrow treatment so mm-hmm. it's been going on for a while and yeah. it's something that it's not too common among HIV patients yet, but um, yeah, it really is amazing.
0: Yeah, um,
1: that's awesome to see that. Just because, like, around thirty five million people worldwide since the nineteen eighties have been killed um, yeah. from HIV AIDS, um, and thirty seven million people worldwide are currently infected with the disease, and so yeah. um, it definitely just says a lot.
0: Yeah, and, like, it's still an epidemic for sure, but, like, this is a step in the right direction, so. For that's, sure. That's a really positive thing, I for think. Sure. Yeah.
1: So, the Trump administration <laughs> is seeking to take the gray wolf off of the endangered species list. So in nineteen seventy eight, awesome. the U S Fish and Wildlife Service uh, classified the gray wolf as an endangered species. Um, around that, in nineteen seventy five, there was about a thousand of those gray wolves left in the upper forty. Sorry, the lower forty eight states. Mm, yeah. Um, and now there's about five thousand, but
0: it's sporadic among different regions. Yeah, so some have more, some have less, and I think you said earlier, like Minnesota has none.
1: Minnesota. In 1978, In 1978 um, yeah. had a threatened species, meaning it was more serious than just okay. it being endangered. Oh, okay. In Minnesota, like, it was threatened to, like, the entire species, like, being killed off. But that's really that's, not a problem anymore. That's But good. the Fish and Wildlife Service and um, Defenders of the Defenders of Wildlife are definitely fighting this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it... For, like, decades. This has been, like, such a contested thing. Yeah. Because um, many farmers and ranchers do see this as, like, a menace to, like, what they're doing.
0: In their the world. wildlife. Like, their, not their wildlife, but, like, their stock and, like, their their yeah. cattle. I, I get it. Like, I, yeah. I can see their side. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I, myself, am not a farmer, so I cannot speak to I this. I cannot speak
1: to this. But... I'm also not a hunter. So,
0: I... Uh, yeah don't know how well this affects any of that. But yeah. um, I, mean, I think it's a good sign. But like, I don't know. The politics of it all gets a little. Yeah. So
1: the exciting. Center for Biological Diversity mm-hmm. said that the gray wolf numbers have only been recovered in certain regions, like we said before. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that when this rule, um, if this rule does come in place, um, a lot of the other areas would be really threatened. Um, so like yeah. the Southern Rockies. Yeah. Um, and some other places, um, we definitely face a lot of um, threats just because, like, their wolf population hasn't grown as significantly as other places. It's, it's a big deal. It's a big
0: deal, and it really it does tie back into like climate change and everything. And uh, on this podcast, we believe climate change is real. We believe in science on so this podcast. We, we do believe in we science on this stand. podcast. Science. So. <laughs> Just to make it that clear. <laughs> because this is an important issue. And like whether you really love wolves or not is not like the point. The point is that we need to be taking care of our endangered species. And if we're taking them off of the endangered species list too soon, yeah. we might have some issues. Do you want to talk about feminism now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the time of the day, I'm down to talk about feminism. We love talking about feminism. I think it's an it's becoming a personality trait, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not loud feminist. I don't even care. So, uh, well, it was Women's Day, International Women's Day, uh, March eighth. So we just this day. last Friday. Yeah, we do love that day. I we think love that I day. think we walked around like wishing each other a happy International Women's Day, and like.
1: I've had, like, some of my male friends even wish me a happy International Women's
0: Day. Yeah.
1: So that was was good. That might be a positive step, you know. You know, we love feminists. We love male feminists. We do. We do love feminists. We need our male allies in this right now. Yes. We do. Go on. We do.
0: I mean, I think it kind of just shows that is one small example, but, like, it just shows that we're making some progress. And obviously, there's still a long way to go, but, like, there are more women in the in congress right now than ever before at least on the democratic side um i saw i also saw a really kind of disappointing um thing that said there are less women in the gop um like side of congress than there are men named john great (laughs) i love that for them so yeah making strides need more strides
1: but we're getting there not to mention For right now, the Democratic pool for the 2020 presidential race has more women and people of color than we've we've ever seen. So there's that, which is amazing. Seeing that after the last election in which we had um, very high prospects for a female president and then... Obviously, that not happening. um yeah. It definitely yeah has some hope for. I think for you know little like small women, <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls. That's the, that's the word I'm looking Those for. Those mini women, mini you know. women, yes, mini women in training, <laughs> <laughs> women in training. <laughs> um, like seeing Those that girls, and like yeah. being able to see like these politicians and knowing like that could be them in the future yeah. is for sure something that's really great. I know like as yeah. a politics student, that for me something. was really important. Seeing like Hillary run for president and being able to see Barack Obama run for president was super inspiring to me because if, like, a woman like Hillary could do it, then, like, what's stopping me from doing that,
0: too? Yeah. Well, and, like, for me, I guess, because I want to go into, like, sports and being able to see women who are both athletes and also, like, journalists break those glass ceilings oh yeah in sports is especially a, really. in sports yeah because yeah. that is such and a male-dominated field yeah and like, like there's still a long way to go politics is a male-dominated field too uh, yeah. <laughs> like who but... are we kidding but i mean yeah like there's still a long way to go but i think it's just if it's hopeful to us as yeah. like sophomores in college then it's gotta i hope it be hopeful for women in training women in training girls <laughs> girls I who mean, are growing up and like yeah. watching these women kind of take the big stage
1: for I sure really like important. being a representation is so important it's something that we
0: don't really talk about and yeah. I think just seeing
1: like especially just like for me at least seeing like women mm-hmm. like Kamala Harris or Kirsten Gilbrand yeah. or Elizabeth Warren like running for president yeah that just says a lot too I think like yeah. our culture right now and seeing that like these women
0: are in such high
1: office now like they're senators
0: even though we have a long way to go and especially internationally like there is a long way to go oh yeah but it's just it is a little hopeful to yeah. demand nothing less is yes. all i have to say yes <laughs> you want to tell your frog story oh my god now? i love this we found this story. really great frog
1: story so there's this we're very excited <laughs> sensuous frog like water frog in bolivia in this bolivian museum and he was thought to be the last frog in existence and they made this like fake dating profile for this mm-hmm. frog his name is romeo he's beautiful he's 10 years his old his
0: name is romeo He is beautiful he needs to find his juliet he does he <laughs> does need to find
1: his juliet and so they made like a fake dating profile for him like on twitter and people like thought it was like <laughs> oh my god they thought it was like the most the funniest thing yeah literally so funny um and he was actually called The world's loneliest frog. Um, I know he needs his Juliet. (laughs) This is so upsetting. Um, But he started sharing his feelings on Twitter, and people like went off for that. It was (laughs) it was so good. Um, A lot of his fans raised twenty five thousand dollars to send out an expedition team um, into like this cloud forest to find his Juliet.
0: Oh my god! And so they
1: found a female frog. Good news. They did. And so they're going to meet up. Well, they did meet up on Valentine's Day. Oh. They oh. To the, I know. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> they're they're getting together. They have a little date. On Valentine's
0: yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh. I um, hope he had flowers. I really hope so. I
1: really hope that he he did. <laughs> but scientists do believe that this special date we're talking about might save the actual species of the animal. So
0: that's pretty cool. That is really cool. Because we'll have sensuous frogs. I don't even know what they are. Sensuous frogs. I'm ready. Yeah. So I guess if you wanna check in on Romeo and uh, Juliet now, follow them on Twitter probably. Yeah. See how they're doing. Yeah. I think that's all we got for this episode of That's the T sis. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. I really spill our our tea. We
1: were just spewing our opinions. Spewing our opinions, spewing some
0: tea. Like we got facts in there. We're factual. We're, we're Honest trying. Honest reporting. Honest reporting with our friends. <laughs> but
1: yeah, so that's the thesis. We
0: still it all.